0: Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, we just got, you just, it's the, it's the camera. You want to say hi? Hi. Yeah, I say hi. <laughs> this is Chloe, everyone. She likes to interrupt our talks from time to time, so there you go. You say hi? You want to sit down over there and watch Daddy? Yeah. You want to sit in Daddy's chair? No. No? Where do you want to go? I' want to go downstairs? You want milk? Yes, we have a winner. I'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Josh from Practical Theism. You know, a lot of churches really dog the Catholic and Orthodox churches because of that taboo word of tradition, you know, when it's thrown out in dialogue. We don't need your tradition. We have the Bible, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what's really fascinating to me is that typically, most non-Catholic and non-Orthodox Christians utilize tradition without even recognizing it. In fact, their particular denomination is entirely built on a foundation of tradition. So why the animosity? I think that's there's really a couple of ways to approach this idea of tradition. The first is by way of drawing a distinction between the big T tradition and the little T traditions. Big T traditions are those things that are passed on as a matter of belief and dogma for the Christian faith. I mean, think of something like the Bible or the Trinity or the administration of communion. These things may be explicitly or implicitly laid out in scripture, but, but they were refined and defined much more explicitly throughout the centuries following the resurrection. To deny that a church body has no tradition not only defies logic, but defies scripture as well. In fact, you can't even use the basic tenets of the scriptures because they are a product of tradition. They stemmed from, spawned out of, and carried within them, guess what? Tradition. Listen to how St. Paul puts it in his second letter to the Thessalonians, which again, is with us because of the tradition of passing this letter on down through the centuries. And I quote, So then, brethren, stand firm and hold to the traditions which you were taught, whether by word of mouth, word of mouth, what is that, orally, guys, word of mouth, or by letter from us, end quote. Traditions, passed on. How? By word of mouth. What is that? Oral tradition, or by letter from us. What is that? Written tradition. The disciples didn't discriminate against the passing on of their oral traditions, so why do we? Let's define what a tradition is so we can parse this out even further. A simple Google search will reveal it to mean, quote, the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation, or the fact of being passed on in this way, end quote. So think about this too. Anything your church does has some sort of tradition involved in it. And if it is something brand spanking new that they intend to renew each year, well, guess what? They just started a new tradition. Community groups, church hierarchy, worship songs, the arrangement of your church service, service on Sundays, celebration of Easter each year, celebration of Christmas on December 25th, even down to the rule of interpretation that your pastor uses to exposit scripture has tradition baked up in it. That literal, historical, grammatical method of interpretation that you learned or your pastor is using to interpret scripture, guess what? That was passed on to them by someone else. The question you have to probe with, in my estimation, would be this. Is that interpretation consistent with the long interpretive tradition of the faith so that you are consistent with the teachings of the apostles and what they passed on? So let's just scrap this talk about, we don't need tradition. We just need the Bible. Yes. Yes, you do. You do need the Bible. But you need and operate with tradition, even when you don't think you are. Because guess what? Chloe's back. That's what. Even if you think you are coming up with something revolutionary that nobody has ever thought of or considered before, you are sitting on a 2,000-year-old tradition that has probably considered that before. Part of the perks of being in the year 2018, I guess. So let's reunite the great tradition that was given to the apostles and that their successors unfolded throughout the years. Because that is a cause for great unity and joy as the story, the history, and the spiritual and intellectual tradition of our faith is something to get excited about and to share with the world. If you haven't already, hit that like button, pound that subscribe button so you can get more of this awesome content, and we'll catch you next time.